Babe. What? It is Bachelorette season. Oh my God. Well, that reminds me, I wanted to tell you about this podcast called Table Flipping, where host Taylor Misiak, who plays Allie on Dave, and writer Alyssa Littman, not Littman, recap current episodes of reality TV and interview fellow writers, actors, and comedians about their favorite reality TV shows. <coughs> I'm available. Find out who went home on The Bachelor if J-Lo and A-Rod are on or off. And reminisce over shows like The Simple Life or The Hills, all in one place. Table Flipping shamelessly celebrates guilty pleasure TV and praises the women of reality who boldly bear it all. Previous episodes of Table Flipping feature guests such as Dana Cathan of Vanderpump Rules, Sean Clements, host of Hollywood Handbook, comedian Ryan O'Flanagan, the writer of 500 Days of Summer, Michael H. Weber, and more. Stay tuned to hear Alyssa and Taylor talk to comedy writer Broti Gupta about Dance Moms, with a deep dive on one mom's transition from school principal with multiple degrees to full-time dance mom. Table Flipping is brought to you by The Podglomerate. New episodes run every Friday, and you can listen by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this here show. Hi guys. Okay, today we have a very special guest, um, TV writer Broti Gupta. Um, she's here today to talk to us about Dance Moms. Hi, Broti. Like, Hi. Thank you for joining the pod. Thank you guys for having me. Um, today we were going to talk about Dance Moms in general as a show. I've mm-hmm. seen some episodes and I grew up dancing. Taylor's seen more episodes. I mm-hmm. think Broti's seen the most episodes. Yeah, I've seen a lot. <laughs> Amazing. Is there one mom in particular that stands out to you that you're interested in diving into today? Yeah. Yes, I am obsessed with Dance Mom Holly. Okay. At Dance Mom Holly. Okay. Because <laughs> she straight up, I think, has a PhD from UPenn. Oh my God. Yes. And, and she like gave up her because she was um she was a school principal and she like gave up her career for becoming a dance mom. To like full-time. sit at the dance studio. Yeah, to sit at the dance studio and fight with at Dance Mom Melissa. Yeah. Wow. To fight with other moms who are nowhere yeah. near her. Holly is like Michelle Obama. Yeah. And then these other dance moms are like what you probably imagine when you think of a show called Dance Moms. Like Holly exactly. has written books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They call her Dr. Holly on the show, yeah. which is the only place that she gets called doctor now because again, she gave up her career. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Um, did, how did you find your way to the show? Um, or reality TV in general? I think I found my way to this show probably, I think, just out of curiosity. I also grew up dancing. Oh, great. Dancing. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah, I grew up dancing. And all of our moms, like, I grew up doing an Indian classical dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the girls in the class, like, all of our moms were really good friends. And they would just, like, our dance studio was in our dance teacher's basement. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. And so all of the moms would just be, like, hanging out in her house Mm -hmm. and it was, and it's just so my dance teacher was like really tough on us. Mm -hmm. Um, but she was not, I mean, I, I guess like one of the main differences between her and Abby Lee Miller is just like money laundering, which my dance dance teacher never did. Um, which I know of that, that I know of, maybe didn't get shot for it. Yeah. Yeah. She's at the very least smarter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My dance teacher was also a full-time engineer. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Very dance mom Holly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, she's still an engineer. Um, but wait, so sorry, this is getting a little sidetracked. Does she, 
teach this as a hobby on the side then? Yeah. Wow. Good for her. I know. Honestly, good for her. Yeah. I mean, she was doing it because I, when I started, I was like eight or so Mm -hmm. and she was like 26, which is how old I am. And she was like married, full-time engineer and And started this dance dance studio. Wow. Meanwhile, by the way, I am 26 and constantly watching just highlights from Dance Moms. Like (laughs) I don't even have, there are just so many clips on YouTube that are like just Dance Moms digests, which I just like watch intermittently which is so stupid because it's like I like in 2016 that was my big dance moms year where I was just like where I truly was just watching episode after episode (laughs) like 45 minutes after 45 minutes of complete dance crushing I love it just and now it's like I don't even have the mental capacity to like sit and pay attention to an entire 42 and a half minute episode yeah. Yeah. of Dance Moms where I just, I'm just like, YouTube feed me the highlights. You're just a junkie. Yeah. yeah you're I'm just, just like, give junkie. it to me. Give it to I me just, immediately. Exactly. It's yeah. truly from, it's, it's truly like from Coke to crack, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a funny experience. I was telling Alyssa about it when we were talking about Dance Moms of like, I had seen highlights and like YouTube clips uh-huh. of just the actual dances, mm-hmm. which are wildly impressive. They're wildly impressive. And then when I moved to Los Angeles and it was like that first year is so dark and hard and difficult. And I felt so bad for myself sometimes. I was just like broke and had this shitty job. And my roommate and best friend and I started binging like the whole episodes of Dance Moms. And suddenly I was crushing like season after season and there was something so amazing and cathartic about watching Abby Lee Miller the like angry dance coach just screaming at these nine-year-old girls and being like don't sickle your foot and my girlfriend and I would be sitting on the couch and we would be like just screaming at the tv like oh my god Maddie is gonna win this weekend's tournament oh my god (laughs) it became like my LA my like first big LA show my first like it was like my first escape I think yeah yeah, Maddie nice. Ziegler is truly like an angel. She so is. Yeah. There's she like is so for talented. those of you who don't watch the girl who's in the Sia music videos. She literally started on Dance Moms as an eight year old, and like Ugh. yeah. It, she uh, even as an eight year old, like not even just her technique, like her facial expression. Oh my goodness, she puts something else into the performance, you guys. Yeah, she lived. It looks like she's lived so many lives. Yeah, because yeah. even in the early seasons when she's eight and she's nine and she's ten, she'll do like a lyrical dance where she'll be the role is her playing like a homeless girl. Yeah, and it'll has- be her leaping through the air, but her face will be so like telling. The story of someone who's truly lived a completely different life than she, she has. has. And I'm like, how do you know how to do that? I mean, she has just the weariness yes. of somebody yeah. with like a lived experience, which is so wild. No, it's so funny that you say that this was like your first year in LA because that was also straight up my first month in LA. That's when yeah. I started watching Dance <laughs> Oh my Mom. God. <laughs> That's wow. what I should just tell people like when people are coming from my college or high school and they're like, yeah. I'm moving to Los Angeles. What advice do you have? I'll Spend be like, make sure you save year. a lot of money before you come and download all seasons of Dance <laughs> yeah. Moms to your laptop. You're going to watch them in your bed, your mattress on the floor before you have a bed frame. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. You're welcome. Absolutely. And also, so basically like the episode and here's where I felt like I was just binging episode after episode is like they end with you know like whether or not the girls won awards at like the that weekend's competition or something but here's what 
makes you hit next episode is that at the beginning of every episode, Abby Lee Miller has a pyramid yes. where mm-hmm. she like ranks the girls again to their face. Yeah. To their faces with their mothers. Yes. Yeah. The girls yeah. come and they line up in the dance studio in one line. Yes. And then the mothers come and they're on the sidelines against yes. the bar and the mothers stand in the exact same order. Yes. And then she takes their headshots a la uh-huh. Tyra Banks on America's Next Top Model <laughs> and does a in order of how good you guys are in my eyes. Yes. Based on the previous week. Yes. You're so right. That's exactly why you're like, oh my God, I have to see it how. Because you could win, but then she could be like, but you weren't happy enough for your teammate when she finished her solo. So for that reason, you're second and Olivia is going to be first or whatever. Exactly. You never know. She's such a mad woman. Yeah. I was always so... I. Listen, I really root for the underdogs. So yeah. <laughs> I was always so excited if um, either Nia or Paige yes. made it yep. at the top of the pyramid. Oh, my God. That I, was my heart would most... break for Paige when it didn't oh my go God. her way. Yeah, my heart would absolutely break for Because Paige was so anxious. Guys, mm-hmm. she was so anxious. <laughs> yeah, she had, like, real anxiety about real stuff. Anxiety. And would be... The, the, the stakes are so important to them. Yeah. And it's also yeah. such a physical, like grueling activity to be yeah. uh, the, just the, what they would go through would be insane. And it kind of helps by the, the motivation and, and helps you be empathetic for the moms when they do go crazy. Yes. Cause the moms are watching, if you're watching your daughter just like physically push herself to her mm-hmm. limit and then she bursts into tears because Abby isn't nice to her. Yeah. You could see bursting into the room and being like, be nice to my fucking daughter. Yeah. Look at this. She's like a wreck. But you're also yeah. like, you're doing this to her. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So what is it about Holly besides her degree that um, speaks to you? Like, why does she stand out to you as a dance mom? She stands out to me. I mean, she is so smart and like everything that she says is so smart mm-hmm. and you get so, I mean, there is something so just like mind-numbingly comforting about watching Dance Moms because every single episode is the exact same yeah Yeah. it is very formulaic yeah it's very formulaic so you very quickly become part of the world of dance moms yeah. where you're just like I think your brain is just like looking for any sort of activity and Holly is the only person <laughs> who like maybe will engage that because all of a sudden you are in the context of the dance moms world yes <laughs> yeah and so while you're, you're being like, hypnotized Holly is the closest thing to getting out of that world do you feel like she says what you would say if that was your child yes. in that situation oh that's great mm-hmm. yes Very she is definitely she is the representative for um, anybody who is watching the show, I right. think. Cool. Because yeah. she is, like, kind of the most grounded. Mm-hmm. But then you remember that she literally has a PhD and she's decided to be a full-time dance mom. Yeah. And then you're yeah. very sad for her. Yeah. And, like, I think it's fun watching her talk to Nia, her yeah. daughter, because she is probably one of the best communicators at explaining this is not the end of the world and like, and kind of talking to her daughter about the other elements at play. Like obviously you're here and you want to win, but you also want to be gracious and you want to be a a class act all around while you're here and you want to support your teammates and whatever. And I don't see as many conversations with the other moms and their daughters about just kind of trying to be a good picture, the bigger picture, trying to be a good person. And like, she's actively trying to make Nia a good person. And and Abby doesn't reward that at all. Abby could give fewer fucks about her girls being good people. I 
know there was like one episode that I think the producers probably like forced to happen where Nia did get to the top of the pyramid and it was entirely because after the competition Nia went up to Abby and was like how can I improve for next time oh <laughs> I remember that yeah and that's where I was just like yes like the underdog is winning right now yes <laughs> I saw it's interesting to see how they go from being like these little girls who are just like so susceptible to Abby's every you know emotion to I, I sort of was skimming through season seven which is on Hulu yeah and Nia's literally like I've given this woman 12 years of my life and if she doesn't give me this solo that's fucked and I'm like <laughs> you yeah. go yeah, you go, go girl. <laughs> it's so crazy now because like the Ziegler sisters are not on the show like right. most of them are not on the show and they're like they hate Abby so much yeah and there's like there was an interview that I saw of like I think the younger sister, uh, Mackenzie yes. Ziegler, she was on like uh, Dancing with the Stars Junior or Aww. something. Oh, cool. And she like performed, she like performs a dance with Maddie at some point, but they're like sort of behind the scenes, like talking to each other where Mackenzie is like, I'm dedicating this dance to you. They just like both burst into tears <gasps> because they're just like, we've been through a lot. Yeah. They're like survivors. Like, they're truly survivors of just televised child abuse. Yeah. yeah. It is so well, wild. Let's take a moment to talk about what happened to Abby. Oh my goodness. Yes. This is truly like karma is real. It is. <laughs> it is <laughs> like, so real. I mean, my favorite, I forget where I read this, so take it with a grain of salt, but I feel like I probably didn't make this detail up, but one of my favorite like elements of, cause she went to prison for a year for money laundering. Right. Mm -hmm. So she, okay. So she was money laundering her masterclass fees, which like, so a masterclass is like, if you're very famous, like Britney Spears choreographer or whatever, people will pay like big money to come take like huge classes with you like very good dancers will do this at millennium in LA yeah. whatever she was teaching these master classes in Australia and was and then she also yes. claimed that her business was bankrupt yeah and she so filed for bankruptcy she filed yeah. for bankruptcy so she that was like fraud she was hiding money and then on top of that one of the moms tried to sue her because of that famous episode where she's like chomping her teeth at her and like I think pulls her hair right yeah yeah and that <laughs> mom that's a uh, Paige and Brooks mom I think yeah yes because she that's has Kelly John and Kelly yeah yes. guys the fashion it's worth it's going back amazing. to watch just for that it is another world Pittsburgh like Pittsburgh in 2011 yeah, yeah. but yep. okay Pittsburgh in 2011 looks like anywhere else in 2003 yeah <laughs> that makes sense in my brain yeah. does that make yeah, sense it does yeah. it makes sense total sense it really does because it also is like there you the only b-roll you see is kind of like the parking lot and yes. the little strip malls right outside of the dance yes. studio it's all which also does look very like dated and weirdly retro yeah. and you're yeah. just like oh this is the whole world of the show exactly yeah. it's it looked exactly like the mall where wherever you grew up yes yes like that's the vibe of it yeah just the cultural vibe of it is just right outside forever 21 yeah wherever yeah you grew it's very up. clear that abby was not putting money back into the studio no. let's say yeah. that like as the seasons go forward and forward it's no, like they, maybe they like travel a little more but also the moms are footing the bill for that yeah and the studio doesn't <laughs> improve at all and suddenly like abby is losing a little weight and wearing silky or black clothes and you're like i'm Sorry, you're bankrupt? Like, yeah. how are you bankrupt, bitch? Yeah. And then to read headlines, that's like, Abby Lee Miller is going to jail. You're like, ooh, ooh 
Yes. Yeah. And it's also, it's just so, it sounds so horrible, but you, it's, you want to see, I want to watch that reality show because she's exactly such a crazy, what, yes. she has so much power and she's so mean and she's so angry and she's so mean to these kids and she's so savage to these moms. Like, how is this woman? How did she do in prison? Okay. Someone but do you know what me. happened when she was in prison? No. She got a rare form of cancer and then she got out of prison early because she had to be <gasps> hospitalized and then she had to have surgery on her spine because the cancer was in her spine. She lost the ability to walk. No. Yeah. You are <laughs> lying to me. You are both is, pulling my leg. And it's no, like, it's not funny, but it no, is it's funny. But it's, 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 it's like, it's, I would, it is it's, a Mad Libs of karma. It is a Mad <laughs> Libs after, of karma. After wow. televised child abuse, that is a Mad Libs of karma. Yeah. Also, just like another part of the sort of Mad Libs of like her entire trial and everything was like one of the pieces of evidence I think was a literal text message that she sent someone saying I have some foreign money we can launder <laughs> <laughs> like don't use launder as a verb no. and then, girl don't write it down you cook no. a banana she's like yeah. no I meant like wash it in yeah, wash it. yeah. yeah. make sure wow. it's clean Oh my wow, God. what a what a real gift. What a real character gift. of a person is. Cause like yeah. oh wow. Guys, we also have to talk about JoJo Siwa's yes. um celebrity. I just I drove past her house. No way. Where's I her did. What? So I was in uh Sherman Oaks and it's like right off of um Ventura Boulevard. And I was like, oh, these are pretty houses. It was just like a nice little street. And suddenly we pass like a rainbow house. Like yeah, everything is hers. like, well, we could post a picture of it. There's all these crazy colors and all this stuff. She has a SUV with her headshot all over oh. it. So that's the only way I knew it was her house. I was like, oh, yeah. this could have just been a crazy famous oh, person. And then I Googled, yeah. I was like, I think I recognize this face. And I Googled Jojo Siwa, who was a dancer on the show. Yes. And this was her home that she bought. Do you want to explain what she is famous for? Yes. Okay. Well, I... I think I know what she's famous for, which is, I mean, obviously she was on Dance Moms, but also side note, what if you passed that house and that was actually my house? <laughs> what if you found out that my, my car also has a huge headshot? Like, oh, okay. Thank you so much for coming yeah. in. Um, you really this are a big fan. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast episode is technically diagnosable. Yeah, I'd be like, Taylor, back out of the room. Slowly. Yeah, exactly. It, it's actually much easier to be on a podcast than to dial 911. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she basically so she was a she was first on like a kind of like an offshoot um of I feel like Abby Lee Miller had this like whole world of reality shows yeah. where she was like you know obviously she had the main dance moms but then she had like all these like ultimate dance competitions or whatever yeah there was and a JoJo's, little franchise yeah there was a little franchising um I think Jojo Siwa was like part of one of those and then came into dance moms mm -hmm. and she is like she is famous for her she she wears like a very very tight ponytail mm -hmm. a very, very tight ponytail. tight side ponytail and like her entire world is rainbows and like and butterflies bows. and bows and she has and she has truly just like I don't know exactly what she is famous Does for. Does she sing songs she, or something She now kids? is yes. singing okay. songs. Because now, now she has is. a YouTube channel. Yes. And yes. she's she just is one, aside from like Maddie, who was the one we were talking about right. earlier, who really capitalized in like kind of a professional dancing yeah. way. JoJo like Ziwa. Yeah, like very raw talent and is like booking very real jobs. Mm -hmm. Like obviously still has the gimmick of being this young, young girl from Dance Moms. Yeah. But JoJo Siwa really leaned into the child audience and yes. is becoming like this YouTube 
celebrity for kids. For example, Kim Kardashian's daughter yes. North yeah. is a huge fan, and there was huge a crossover fan. episode mm-hmm. where North got to like visit JoJo Siwa and go be in one of her videos. Yeah, but JoJo she's, babysat, and her. her whole thing is like she talks like this, and she's like so crazy, and it's like it's cool. appeals to all these little kids, and she's like, yeah, let's dance. Truly, if Nickelodeon, the corporation, like. Took LSD. Yeah, took <laughs> LSD and just became a person. Yeah. It would be JoJo Siwa. Like, yeah. I. It's terrifying. She, it is terrifying. I watched my friend Dylan and I one time watched like like 45 minutes of like an AOL build uh, <laughs> interview with JoJo Siwa. And it was wow. so, it was like just the dissonance of like this person who has definitely, you know, like studied computers or like engineering or like you know just what AOL is yeah um interviewing Jojo Siwa was so wild it is I highly recommend it if you want to just like if you want to fuck with your brain a little bit yeah yes the other thing that's notable about Jojo Siwa is that she's been putting her hair in that tight 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 like, yeah. like scraped back, like gel high pony. Yes. And her hairline has changed. Her and hairline yeah, has shifted. I'm worried for this her hairline. I, did I am not worried. Know. I listened to this podcast called We Need to Talk About Britney. It's fabulous. I highly recommend it. They had a, like a celebrity hairstylist on just to like talk about Britney's different hairstyles, right? Uh-huh. And one thing he said was, if you are, if you grow up a ballerina, you can literally alter your hairline by putting your hair wow. in too many tight buns. And I was like, the first person I thought of was JoJo Siwa. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm crazy. like, sorry, are you on Advil all day every day? Yeah. Like a bun like that gives me such a headache. I mean, that's probably why she's screaming when yeah. she talks. Yeah. <laughs> like, just take she out the scrunchie. Yeah, she cannot hear herself. <laughs> take it out, girl. <laughs> just like. Uh, Give yourself one break. In her, I recently watched a video after I saw her house in person. I was like, oh my God. And I went down a rabbit hole of Googling her and I watched her do a tour of it. And she has a room that's just her merchandise. Yeah. It's crazy. She is entirely, she is like the most marketed. Yeah. You know, like that, I feel like that is like this sort of very late capitalism thing. Like mm-hmm. her entire shtick is just like this late capitalist nightmare. Mm-hmm. Well, and talk it's about so to bring it back to the moms. It's like what we're, we're talking about all the different dance girls and how they like took these different paths. And you have to think that there's some kind of, most of the steering is coming from the parents. Yeah. And like, how are we going to capitalize on this? And you're looking at, Jojo's parents who are like, we are just going to make so much money because we're going to make markers and these toys and fuzzy purses and bows and we're going to sell them. And then Maddie and Mackenzie Ziegler's parents are like, we're just going to try to get them as many jobs now dancing. We want them in music videos. We want them on tours. We want, so they're going down a different path. And then you have Sweet Holly who has Nia and it's probably very much just trying to make her a normal person. And like, I'm sure she's (laughs) doing her own things. She stayed on the show so long. That's like, okay, we're going to stick with this. We're going to make money and work, but you're also going to try to be a normal kid. What do you think? What kind of dance mom do you think you would be if you, (laughs) and you're, and you are in Pittsburgh. It's 2011. Your seven year old is wildly talented. You have like very blonde and very brown highlights. Yeah. (laughs) Very chunky highlights. (laughs) Very chunky highlights. Very, very chunky highlights. Absolutely. They are pinned in. Yes. (laughs) So who do you, who are you? Who am I? I mean, that is a good question. I think that at my at my best, I am Holly. Mm-hmm. At my worst, I am 
Christy with a Y. Okay, so (laughs) Christy with a Y is the mom of, there was, oh, fuck, I'm forgetting her name, but there was one girl who was on it. Is it Candy Apple Studio? No. No, no, Christy with a Y has the red hair and the giant bangs, and her daughter. No, no, her daughter was Asia. Her daughter was Asia, who is this little girl who was on for one season, wildly talented, definitely was coming to steal Mackenzie's spotlight. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, truly, every single week, Abby would use her and, like, try and motivate Mackenzie, but just be like, she's going to be the one who's going to win this this weekend. You're not going to win. So, yeah, so that, so that was her form of, like, using this little girl as child abuse. Mm-hmm. But I think at my worst, I would be Christy with a Y, who was just who felt that she was above all the moms, mm. but was definitely just, she was just kind of a traitor. Like she was just kind of a scab when mm-hmm. it came yeah. to the moms. Mm-hmm. You know, the moms really, here's where the moms messed up. I will say the moms <laughs> should have unionized pretty immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Abby can get in between the moms yeah. in a way. And she knows it. And she, and knows she uses it, it to her advantage. Where, and that's, that's what, where Christy, that's where I feel like Christy was the worst, where it's like, I think that the worst thing that you can do is go against the rest of the moms. You're all in this together. I, Unionize I hear the moms. You. Unionize I the dance moms. At my worst, I, re- I feel like I am not proud of it, but I definitely would be the Ziegler mom sometimes who, yeah. would, who would be like, I don't want conflict I like totally see where you guys are coming from and if you guys stand up to Abby I am with you but then she would stay late easy for her to say that because her daughter daughters are the best she didn't want to rock the the boat so she would like try to get everybody to like her and she would be like okay I hear you about this whatever conflict of the season or episode it is I'm with you guys I stand with you great and then she would like linger back while the other dance moms went home and she would come up to Abby and be like just so you know I do think the other moms are upset and I think that there's going to be some sort of standoff tomorrow (laughs) and you'd be like no don't like you're fucking you can't play both sides like this but I think I would fucking do that I would be Mm -hmm. weak and I would like try to make everybody like me and I would just try to not rock the boat for my daughters and like I am also in this hypothetical like assuming my daughters are the best (laughs) I'm like actually I would be Mackenzie and Maddie mom because my daughters would <laughs> fucking win every weekend like that's my reality that I'm living in and then you throw the mic and you're out and Alyssa never sees you again here's a question that I have logistically about the show yes. so Abby is not demonstrating the dances. She is sort of using her arms to yeah. demonstrate where the legs should be. But normally you would have, I mean, at the very least, she would have a teaching assistant. So she does have a teaching assistant okay. who, uh, Gianna? Yeah, Gianna. Okay. Gia. Or Gia, yeah. yeah. Um, so she does have a teaching assistant that kind of like does all that. She just like says the names of dance moves. Right. And I think that we're supposed to kind of suspend belief you know, suspend our disbelief and like, okay, she like presumably something is being communicated to these children. Yeah. Abby will be like, pot of bourree. Yeah. Wow. She's a dance teacher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. I just, I know like growing up, it's like you can say those names and I know what they are, but there's like a way it has to look together. Yeah. And there's like specifics. I guess they might've just glossed over that for the sake of like producing the show. Also, I'm like my mom, 
My mom would come watch me sometimes, but she like ran errands while I was like at class. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are these moms here? This is like yeah. also I mean, it's for the show. I had, job. Similar, <laughs> I had a similar experience, not, I mean, with dance, but I did musical theater growing up. And the first theater I belonged to was when I was very young, like seven and eight. And like the music, yeah. and they had full productions that would all be kids under like 12. Yeah. And for that, there would be fewer rehearsals that were longer. And it was in this big giant theater and the parents would stay like you it was yeah. you were too young to totally get to that part of like getting dropped off and then leaving which of course my mom started to do once I was like 13 12 like yeah, yeah. but it was it was a little crazy that we would we would audition in front of our all of our parents. It was like this big, that huge audience That's of all of the parents. So strange. Yeah, it's crazy. And that was <laughs> and that, but that was all I knew because you're so little. And then yeah. once I once I started going to other theaters, I was like, oh, this is not normal. But like my mom would sit on the sidelines with all of the other parents, and it's like crazy yeah. to force them to do that too. Like, Every dance so my mom would be like, like whispering me notes and stuff. I would like run up to her and she'd be like, you should be com- committing to this line more. But it, like you, it's That's in five people. Can I, like tell it, can I make a confession? Yeah. I was the Maddie of my dance studio. Wow. Yeah. Wait, do we have videos of this anywhere? I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that I do, okay. but I was the just... Just the most. I was the favorite. I love that. And oh, I fuck was yeah. brag about I yourself. Like, yes. I mean, I'm here's the thing. I was not. I was. I don't think I was the best. Like I. I think I was when I was like younger, and then like the other kids, just like ended up being so great, and like there were definitely like. But you had the most girls. raw talent. But well, here was the thing: I really solidified my place as favorite early on. So fuck yeah! After like five years, it was just like assumed yeah. that I was the favorite. Yeah, and it was. But that's a little bit. It was. It, there was a lot of drama in my dance studio, <gasps> like and what? it was. I mean, I think that there was there was a lot of drama in terms of like who her favorite was yeah. or like who got to do what during performances. Mm-hmm. Like who's in the front, who's yeah. center stage. It seems yeah. like growing up, like taking classes, there was always at some point or another, a mass exodus of all the best competition, competition girls to a different studio. Like I remember that happening multiple times when I was dancing and it was like, we ended up dancing at like five different studios at some point because someone's mom got like pissed off at the owner for like a comment or whatever. And then they would like spread it to the other moms and it would be like, we're leaving. We're going to Bobby's instead of California dance theater. Like whatever (laughs) it is. Like, um, so much drama, so much drama. And I remember we also had like, cause there were in my class, there were probably like seven girls Mm -hmm. and she would sometimes we would have class days where we would just like compete against each other and she would rank us. And it was like, yeah, that's guys. I was at the top of the pyramid. Crazy. Oh my God. Of course you were. Thank you so much. That's amazing. I love it. I will never forget. Cause sometimes, you know, it's devastating. Even now, if you go take classes as an adult, especially because like Instagram is such a big thing, there's always the part of class where they're like, okay, not you, not you, these three. All right. Perform for my like 2000 followers or whatever I have. (laughs) Devastating moment every class. But I will never forget, I was in Jazz 5 at Redders, and one day we were doing um, a jazz dance with Miss Linda, who was the owner of the studio, and she was like, Alyssa, do the choreography with me, and I was like, this is the best <gasps> moment of my life, huge. and 
and, and she was like, everyone watch her. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. That's the there only is, time that ever happened, but is, I never forgot. Yeah. yeah. That, there is nothing like just the one day that you're the dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or you're like, I somehow like whipped my head the right way and she liked yeah. my attitude and now I get to do it in front yeah. of her. incredibly yeah. validating. My, but my thing that was ve- that is very different from Maddie's is that I could not ever express myself. Like mm. I still have trouble just like showing facial expressions. No. I think you're doing great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're all following my face journey right now. Um, but I could not, like, I did not have any sort of emotional expression, which is why I think the other girls, like, definitely were leagues ahead of me after we got older Mm because it was like they were starting to actually experience emotion where I just wasn't and I was still just like Mm. I I can technically do all the moves but but you um, couldn't be that little Maddie Ziegler like being a homeless girl no I could not do it I just had such a straight face (laughs) I just constantly had such a straight face and it was like we like my dance teacher would be like even just like a smile would be okay. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, no, just give it a smile. Why do you feel? Were you just like concentrating? So I, hard I was on the just moves? concentrating. Yeah. yeah, I was just concentrating. And also, there's just like so little that goes on up there. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I just think that I'm on like the exact. I I think that I, I was, you know, like from. From when I was little, it was just like the exact right amount of nothing was going on with me. (laughs) Where I was just like, yeah, I can't really, like nothing resonates really. (laughs) Like I just kind of do this and then I go home and have a snack. (laughs) You know, just kind of live my life. like eyes would be like filled with tears, like glistening in the competition lights. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you're being fucking screamed at every day in your life. And your mom's like a robot who like will do anything for the person screaming at you. Exactly. And like the producers have brought in your estranged father for an episode. Oh god! What was that like? I haven't seen that one. Oh my goodness, that was like her, her like estranged father comes in, and she's like obviously extremely disturbed by it. So then we see like Abby yelling at him, and he's like, "I get to say, I get a say of like what happens in my daughter's lives, and it's all being filmed and all on Lifetime." Yeah, (laughs) no. So what would you say that you get from this show that you don't get from other like narrative shows? Um, I would say that I get um, just a very carefully choreographed dance of like a group of nine-year-olds at the end of every episode. <laughs> and that I don't get from any other TV. I was like, there, as you started, I was like is this a metaphor yeah, or is no. this literal? And it's like, no, it is literal. It is and literal. it's a good point because they're impressive dancers. They're really impressive. Good. And there's and you see exactly what goes into it. And it is equal parts fascinating and hilarious. Yes. Yeah. They have Do like you a have... full eight-pack, these little girls. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're ripped. They are beautiful. They ripped. are ripped. Yeah. Do you have any one specific thing, and it could be, you know, very broad or very specific, that you have learned specifically from Holly? Should I say specific again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you get paid every time you say you're owned by Big Specific. It's our sponsor. It's yeah. our sponsor. It's just like being specific. The concept of specificity sponsors this podcast. That would be amazing. I would yeah, totally I'd take it. it. Just I'd like take this money. amorphous mm-hmm. idea. <laughs> um, 
I mean, what hasn't Holly taught me? <laughs> Holly has taught me that you can do, that you can be so academically inclined your entire life. And if reality TV <laughs> comes knocking, you better open. Um, I think that's amazing. <laughs> it's a good lesson. My other, my other favorite part of this show that I will add is that they don't have the rights to anything. So it's right. There's all, no music. There's all of the music yeah, is like, is just like, well, it's all just like, like free licensed music. Yeah. So, so they'll have the theme of like, like there's, there was one episode where I feel like the theme was like who run the world girls. And like, you think that they're going to use the Beyonce song at the end of it, but it's just whatever like free song they could get. That was a little bit like I'm a girl boss. Do you think that we're hearing competition? They danced the real song, right? Like, cause they're, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, so there was one specific episode where it looks exactly like they are dancing to Katy Perry's firework, but it's not Katy Perry's yeah. firework. And I, and it blew my mind. Cause I was like, am I watching because it's lifetime, a rip off license free version of firework. And yeah. they are really dancing to the Katy Perry song or did they have to dance to this rip off Katy Perry yeah. song? So I don't know. Either I think we way, should give it a Google eventually. Yeah. I love the rip off songs. Mm. They're so fun. They are. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't mute my timer. So sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's better at that than me, but that's why we edit this. Okay. Um, so the other thing I noticed is that they pump the arena full of fake applause during yes. the entire dance, which is absolutely not how it would be at any competition. No, that is, it is so funny. I mean, they truly, cause they have to like, there was an interview that I saw or some sort of Q&A with one of the like one of the girls who was on Dance Moms mm-hmm. and they all of those girls who used to be on Dance Moms like during the Maddie McKenzie era just like truly see it as such a joke now yeah. which yeah. is so funny cuz they're just so they just are very clear and honest about they're like yeah all of the competitions were fake. Mm. They're all like yeah we just like had to I mean it, like you're not gonna be filming a 12 hour day because yeah. we're we were all minors yeah and so then they're just like yeah and the, the audience was like fake and the awards were all fake that makes sense yeah wow what yeah. a peek behind the curtain I'm glad they have a sense of humor about it though that's I know trauma creates trauma people crea- who I mean, have good senses of humor that's the thing is like guys give them give all those girls they're like what like 16 17 now give them like five years they're all going to be an improv group yeah absolutely (laughs) um well this has been so amazing thank you so much for coming on to unpack all of this with us guys thank you so much this has been so much fun um is there anything you would like to plug i feel like you have a very funny twitter oh thank you so much i have (laughs) my twitter is at brothy gupta and it's deeply unhinged um, <laughs> and so check that out if you want to feel better about yourself. I like very, just speaking of like being unhinged, I discovered that one of my top songs on Spotify in the past year was Escape, the Pina Colada song. No. Like that over, I mean, uh, here's are you okay? The, no, I'm not. <laughs> and we don't have enough time to talk about right. what happened to me, but it's like, Truly, I mean, I can't think of a single because 
sometimes a, a, like a crazy song will pop up on one of those lists and it'll be like, oh, because like there was a day that I did a bit where I like put this song on repeat for someone or something like that. But really for that song, I was like, oh, this was like a marathon. This was not a sprint with this song. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so anyway, my Twitter features confessionals like that. Um, <laughs> and then what else do I want to plug? I mean, Dance Moms. Yes. <laughs> it's still on. It's still on TV, right? I I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I got to check that out. I think it <laughs> is. I really do. I mean, I know that Lifetime also runs reruns constantly. Yeah. Because there's been a few times I just see it on Guide and I'm like, oh, a fuck yeah. And I open it and I'm like, bitch, I've seen this before. So, I, But they just have like marathons of it. But, I, but most of the time they do that because it's leading up to new episodes. Like Bravo will do that before premieres and stuff. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you. We loved having you. Oh and gosh, I, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our analysis. Now of these she's going to chop kids. in her JoJo, gonna jump in your JoJo Siwa gonna, car yeah. and, and, and blast the pina coladas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fierce. <laughs>